Survivor Boy. Wait, no. Survivor Boy. That's, that's definitely not it. This is a podcast. It's called Survivor Boy. That's not the name. Nope. Nope. Survivor Boy. No. No, that's not it. What? what? That's not the name. Uh, yes. Yeah. It's, it's Tally the Votes, another Survivor podcast. Oh. Welcome to Tally the Votes, another Survivor podcast. I'm Frankie Biazzi, and alongside me... Rachel. And we did it. We, we did mm-hmm. a whole episode. Yes, we, we did. We recapped episode one. Yeah. And now we're back for we're our again second for episode. second episode. How do you feel? How do you feel you did on the first episode? I, I think it was okay. I already have a correction that I need to make. Uh-oh. Yeah. Because I called myself a Survivor fan, yet the entire last episode, I kept referring to the confessionals as talking heads, and that's because of The Office. I mean, they're, they're talking heads, though. Are they talking heads? Because I, mean, I feel like the Survivor lingo is it's probably confessional. confessional. Yeah. But I think, like, in any TV series where you have someone talking yeah. to camera, like, it's alone, a it's a talking head. But if you look at, like, the real world, when they used to do it, they were always called, like, the confessional room. Like, they had the confessional right, room. Right, So. I guess because this is, like, a dramatic reality TV show. Also, you know what's weird? Like, if you watch, like, The Jersey Shore. Like, mm-hmm. did you watch The Jersey Shore? Um, here and there. Okay. When it was out, yeah. You'd always have the, the moments where, like, they're just alone talking to camera. Yeah. Must be so weird to, like, you live the experience, and then you have to go in front of the camera and explain that experience. Yes. And then... You have no idea how that's going to get edited into the show. Right. Very interesting. It is. I'm actually just amazed that everyone's Survivor, like the people that show up for the, their confessionals, they all seem to blend well. Like, I'm surprised they're able to talk that freely to a camera person that has that's not able to... To speak back or anything. Speak back or give them prompts or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, that's surprising to me. So, like, I think we've talked about this off podcast but what i've read about survivor and i don't know if it's true i assume it's true is like when you want to do a confessional it is on you there's no one telling you hey let's go record a confessional it is up to you to like be playing the game of survivor and be like hey grab a cameraman and be like i want to i want to talk about stuff i know which is crazy if that's that's the case but it it kind of makes sense because you don't want the camera people to prompt them or involve themselves at all Correct. so it just you want makes them it to just authentic. be and i guess there. that's why you see some castaways more often than others i feel like i would never do a confessional yeah it must be tough weird. like it must you must have to like really i don't know like i don't know if you have to like feel confident in where you are in the game to be like hey, i'll do a confession let me talk about this Right, I guess I, I guess it depends on the personality. Like, there's actually, there's one that happens in this episode that we're going to talk about. Okay. That, like, kind of actually, like, I thought about that. Like, what a weird confessional, like, that you needed to... Say that. There's no reason for you to have to, like, say it. Yet they picked it. Yeah. Be, through the editing process. Yeah. I wonder how many, like... Confessionals are confessionals just, like, are, on the f- cutting room floor. How many stupid ones are there? That they just never are even close to making it. They're like, it into this the is nonsense. Yeah, this is that would be mine. That would be me. <laughs> yeah, I'd be doing be confessionals all the time, but like, they'd be about nothing. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't have anything to do with the game, and they'd be like, all right, this is all getting cut. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> all right, is there anything you want to kind of talk about from last week before we get into to episode two of Blood vs. Water? Um, I, I don't think so. 
I wanted to clear up the confessional talking okay. head thing, but that was all that I really wanted to add on to last week. All right, great. I do have some changing, like for the end of the podcast, when I do my top five, top bottom, mm-hmm. I feel like a couple that I threw out there were totally wrong. Listen, I mean, we're early on into a season. <laughs> it's so early, right. And I will say, like, let's just, like, general thoughts so far is, I don't, I've only watched this season once, so now I'm going back, and I, like I said, I thought this was one of my favorite seasons. So far going back... I'm a little surprised because, like, I kind of thought this episode was pretty dull. Like, yeah. I'll just say it. Like, like, I thought episode two was just, like, it was fine. It was a fine Survivor episode. Right. But there's nothing about it that's, like, exciting, really. It's just no. kind of, like, very typical Survivor. Yes. And it is, it's episode two. so It's, it's episode two. It's, like, it's very early. Right. I wonder how many seasons there are that really have awesome episodes yeah. for the first couple. Because you're really just... I mean, Establishing we everything. kind of talked about it last week, like Kageon. Like Kageon was like, that's true. Because you have what's her name? What's what's her name? The police woman. No. No. The oh, the girl um, who's Jatia. awful. Jatia. Jatia. Like Jatia. Like you're right. Like this season right. doesn't have a Jatia. Like no Survivor oh, yeah. season has a Jatia. Someone who's just Jatia. Awful. Yes. In every way. I feel like Colton is kind of playing that. Yeah. Like, but he's competent. Jatia was somehow a maniac and incompetent and crazy. Yes. And somehow, what was she, a chemical engineer? Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. There's no way. She lied. I think she did. Oh, my God. Remember the rice in the fire? Oh, God. Oh, Jatia. Jatia, Jatia, Jatia. (laughs) No, there's nothing like that. Pretty straightforward episode. Um, Getting to see a little bit more of their alliances starting to form. But I feel like... Because the um, loved ones tribe has lost twice now, you see a lot more of them. You're seeing a lot of them. So I don't really know. We still have no idea what's going on with the returnees. So it's, but yeah. All right. So with that, let's get into it. Right. We start off with Marissa was voted out last week. Mm -hmm. And it starts with her going to Redemption Island and Rupert and Candace are there. Now that I understand... Uh, Redemption Island. That sucks so bad. What? What about it sucks? That just they're all there. of it? Yeah. That they're, they're, they're missing everything. Everything. You're just living your you're own stuck. game. I'm just putting myself in Candace's shoes. Like, I'm stuck with Rupert. Yeah. Like, and I'm just fetching all the water and get and fishing and cooking, and I have no idea what's going on out there. You just wait. And, like, something that gets lost on me when I watch Survivor is, like, you have to remember they're really out there. So like, For, there's yes. only there's only a like a a, a redemption. What are they, what do they call them? Redemption challenge? Island. The, the redemption, redemption Island challenge. Yeah. Is that a name? Is there a redemption name? A duel. Island duel. It's okay. called a duel. There's only a duel every three days. Right. So like, for how long do we think a duel takes? Maybe four hours. Like right. like I don't know. Like maybe so an hour to set up. They're like people. The other thirty six hours before then, you're just like. For longer, it's like forty-eight and change. Like you're just on this island it's, with one other person. Yeah, and you're both pissed, and it seems like they're just imagining. You can revenge. only talk. You can yeah. only talk to someone like, like me and Sal are extremely close. If you put me and him on an island for for that long, just the two of us, like I don't, 
we'd run out of stuff to talk about. I'm just going to go oh, sit. Yeah. I'm going to go just late, take a nap for 12 hours because there's nothing else to do. And especially Candace and Rupert, they're not. There's not a lot not, of. There's not a lot of conversation no, there. There's not a lot of commonality between them. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it's very interesting. It, it, you're right. It must really suck. Yeah. The reality of it. And if someone is on Redemption Island for a long period of time, like if you are there if you for like survive there for, yeah. Time must go so slow. So slow. So just slow. etching days into trees like there's one day yeah yeah but awful. yeah so marissa's now on redemption island and, and candace actually made the point she was like you're here because of the comment you said to yep. brad mm-hmm. and that is something i wanted to add from last week's episode that's because when marissa got voted out i thought maybe it was more of like the jervis, jervis. comment i think that was a lot to do with it but but Brad Culpepper that's a huge kinda, part of it. He's calling he's, the shots. Yeah, at, um, as of right now, he's right calling now. the shots. Yes, he's it's calling like, the shots. Like if you don't call him out for his answer, which we talked about last week, which was a great answer, right. and I don't think it was, there was any reason to call him out for it, you put a target on your back instantly. Yeah. Calling it like at the time you didn't know he was going to be in charge of like an all male alliance, but right. those are those are the way the that's breaks the happen, and now you you're the target, but. She, as soon as she gets there, she calls it a blindside. And we kind of discussed this. That it's like not, it's not, it's not a blindside. But even Jeff Probst. Called I it a blindside. I always have to say Probst. I can't just call him Jeff. And I hate saying his last name. Anyway, <laughs> Jeff calls it a blindside. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, it, I guess by definition, she didn't know she was going home. She was confident Katie was going home. She goes home. So therefore it's a blindside. But really, it's not a blindside. No. Like it was... Like I always think, like a real blindside is even when we don't really know. Yes. Like I think going into that vote, we were pretty confident it was going to be either her or Katie. And even if you're leaning more towards, uh, you think Katie's going to go home, you're not shocked when it's like, Marissa, no way, they did it, they pulled it off, no. Yeah. It's just like, okay, yeah, it makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, it annoyed me when Jeff called it that. And then she like, I got blindsided, and they're like, oh no, what happened? Yeah. It's like, it's like whatever. That wasn't that exciting. No. no. <laughs> um, so that's real. Does anything else happen on Redemption Island when she gets there? No, I don't think okay, so. Okay, so then we go to Galong. Yes. And I think the first scene we see at Galong is the massage train. Yes, the massage train. Uh, Tyson's leading it. He's not massaging anyone, and they're all. That'd be me. That, the <laughs> way, however, he figured out like. I don't know who had the idea of like, hey, let's just all like massage each other. It probably was How? like him was. He said, "I want a massage." And then it if, just. Yeah. Follow, because to be the leader of that and not have to massage anyone and just be the one guiding massage that shows a can't lot draw it up his, any better yeah and maybe it shows a little bit about his ranking in the tribe oh see I didn't even look at it like right? that I just thought of it just like no I, how lucky yeah because uh, Brad wasn't in that chain I don't think maybe he maybe Tyson would have been uh, massaging him who knows who's Brad Culpepper he's yeah. on the other tribe oh this is the shit. this is the returnee tribe I watched this episode, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but I think right. at the end, so like, it's funny because Tyson's at the very beginning of a massage train, getting right. the massage. Right. Aris is at the very end, giving, not getting anything. Oh, he is. All very, because right. mm. like, I, My I feel, off then. I'm like, it's weird for me to give a prediction because like, I've already seen the season, but like, I think that's something interesting to like, watch is like. Aris and Tyson, I think, are naturally just, like, two kind of, like, alphas. And they are very different yes. from each other. Like, Aris is so, like, 
I don't know. He just comes off so like. He's very grounded. Yeah. He's cool, calm, and collected, and. Like if like if Ars was on the heroes versus villains season, he wouldn't have been on the villain side, right? No. So. No. It's right there, it's a little different than Tyson, and so it's interesting. Right, it is. And um, Colton, Colton hated hates it. it. <laughs> he hated he it. it so much. Okay. Yeah, he's he's going on about how he hates, like, the Zenish atmosphere. He wants drama, and he basically thrives in chaos. Yeah. So he is sick of everyone getting along. He doesn't, he doesn't want, fit in he doesn't, there. He doesn't want to get along. He wants everyone no. to be at each other's throats. And he can't take it that, like, no one is, is playing the game. Like, he can't right. take that everyone's just like hanging out but to the point of like like you you haven't lost a challenge you had fire within 15 minutes until you're you're forced to play the game i think that's how you should kind of approach it is like we're just relaxing we're all just getting along there's no no need for any of us to be at each other's throats or anything oh man oh colton yeah he's sick of it um and he also tells tina in the very beginning, that Monica was talking about her. So he's, like, already yeah, he's, he's seeing that he's, they're getting along, and, and he's he like, wants, I'm going to stir the pot. Yeah, he's got to stir the pot. That's yeah. all he's trying to do. And Monica's, like, telling him, like, hey, like, just got to be patient. Like, it's 39 days. Right. We're going to be out here a long time. I wanted to add that, too. Like, let's yeah. just be patient. And Which I think is, if... I always watch Survivor now through the lens of, like, when I eventually get on the show, if I ever do, yeah, I want to take like little tidbits out there to to help. I think that's a huge one. I like yes, I, I think, wrote that down too. Like patience. Like patience. it's 39 days. Like you right. don't have to be running out and trying to do you stuff. You shouldn't act on everything right away. Yes. Like someone someone could be bothering you at camp and you just need to sit with that until the time is right. Like Correct. don't even mention it that they're bothering you or that you want them out. Like you need to sit and wait until the time is right. And Colton does the exact opposite. Yes. Like, how dare you tell me to be patient? Now my lives are going to be about and you. And also, he's so pissed off at all of them. What is it, day three or four? It's def- at most, day five. At most. At most. But I don't think it's day five. I think it's right. like day four. Right. But yeah, or, her advice yeah, I think it's, is... It's actually probably day three. It's Yeah. It's probably day three. It's like it's... <laughs> it's... Her advice is sound. You need to have patience. And he clearly has none of it. And, like, um, he's, so he goes to the group. I forget who's, like, in the group that he's, like, trying to tell these lies to. Yeah. I think it's, like, Aris, Tina, and Jervis. Mm-hmm. And Aris shuts him down so fast. So he's, like, quick. I don't believe any of it. Like, just immediately just, like, straight to his face. I don't believe anything you're saying. Like, we're not, this is, like, what are we doing? Like, this isn't right. the game we're playing right now. Like, you're yeah. playing a different game. Don't need it. Yeah. And Colton's, like, he, like, he just doesn't know what to do. I know. Like, if he can't lie and, and create chaos like what's the point for him right and tina even says that she doesn't want to talk about she does not want to talk about survivor at all. but she said she literally says we can talk about anything but survivor yeah none of them want to strategize with him and he takes it as none of them want to strategize they're idiots but it's, i feel like he is so naive because they don't want to strategize with, with you. you yeah with you if they tell you anything give you even if it's a lie they don't know what you're capable of, of what you're twisting. So let's just leave you they out of it. They don't want you in Let's it. not talk right. to you at all. Right. Um, something else about that little conversation, which has nothing to do with the game, but I just thought was really funny. I don't know if it's the way it's shot, 
or if Aris, Colton, and Jervis just are really tall and Tina's really short, she, in that scene, you have to go back and look at it, (laughs) she appears so small. It's so... Yeah, it's so funny. It is so funny. Like she looks like a little mini human, (laughs) standing next to these like three guys, and like just the way they're set up. I don't know. That was really. I gotta check it out again. Um. So I think that was kind of it at Galang, and then we go over to the what's that? What's the other tribe? Tahana. Tahana. You're good. Tahana. I didn't even know the name of the. Um. And this is the talking head I wanted to talk about, and this is the Sierra. Giving the talking head that, like, she has decided, just by observing, that John is in an alliance with Rachel. Yes. And she's like, I've taken it upon myself to let everyone know that way the target's off me. Like, I was like, what a stupid thing to say. Like, first of all, you have absolutely no proof that they're in an alliance, number one. So even if you have a hunch to be like, I think they're in an alliance, you just telling everybody, and she's like, so, like... Well, now that puts a red flag on him and not not me. So, like, that's good. It's like, yeah, but, like, anyone could do that about anything. I don't know. There's something about that that I was just, like, thought was weird. It was weak. She also didn't really act upon it because who did she really say her concerns about their alliance? Like, she told uh, Katie. Katie. But who else? Like, it seems like her and Katie are close anyway. So, like... Right. You're not going out on a limb being like, going to like Brad. Right. And being like, hey, so like if let's you're so, get out John. So if you're so observant that like, oh, I see, I think John and Rachel are together. You should be observant to be like, hey, I think Brad's kind of leading this. Let me go to Brad. Like, no, she doesn't do any of that. She's just no. like. She acts like she's going to. It, but she doesn't. But then she just tells her, her friend Katie. Katie, who they are probably talking about anything, everything anyway. Right. Yeah. So like that, whatever. <laughs> Um, John also expresses um, his anxiety to see Candace, and he's like tearing up again. I know he's like, I've just, just so much guilt. He's like, I just but hope I get she that. smiled at me. <laughs> he's he's probably like, she's probably so mad at me. I know. I actually, I I I feel for John. Right? Yeah, I do. Um, I feel like that was really it for the beginning part. The beginning then we get part. to the duel. Like yes. this is where, like, I guess, like the episode really starts. We're gonna get to the duel. Um, so right. I know last week we kind of talked some smack about Candace. Yeah. I kind of want to take some of it back. Okay, I I was going to say I have respect for her after the this way episode. she everything everything she does from like walking in so confident and like throwing yeah. like a little wink at John. It's like cool. Like yeah, I know. Great I way to handle so it. Too. I thought so. Too. Her performance in the actual challenge dominated. Dominated. The way she like Jeff like. Like, when she completes, when she gets, like, the last one, she's like, Jeff throws her thing. Like, she knows she won. Like, right. just... And then... I so, know. I agree. I was like, she's kind of badass. Yeah. Like, so, I apologize for my hatred of Candace. I, I feel the I'm same taking way. It some of I it do back. have respect for her after that, that performance. And even at the end, when John set... She leaves. She gives the... I'm kind of jumping ahead, but she dominates the yeah. challenge, gives the immunity clue to her husband, and mm-hmm. he's just like... This is the greatest thing ever. And the way she does it, too, is she's like, come on, don't have to think about it. It's going to jump. Like, right. And then she just leaves with her head held high. Like, just back to knocked out. Time. Yeah, I know. Knocked out I, one of the best competitors this game has ever seen. I thought the same thing. Yeah. I thought the same thing. And even John, I mean, he had a little uh, John was professional like, afterwards. Like, he was like, my wife was such a badass. Yeah. She gave me the immunity. <laughs> I feel great. She doesn't hate me. I was like, aw. Yeah, right? That's, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so kind of going back now a little bit. Right. Jeff introduces a new twist. Not necessarily new, but you can 
if you're voted out and you're in, you're about to compete in the duel, your loved one can change places with you. So, so Jervis has the, the ability to switch with Marissa. Yeah. And he gives it all of no time to think about it, and he just handle your biz. Handle your biz. After she goes on this diatribe, how she, how, it's his fault. how his fault that he got voted out. I was actually wondering, like, why do you think she? She felt the need to do that. Was she just mad? I think she's just mad. Was it strategy? I think it was just mad. I think she's just mad she didn't know. Yeah. And like, my oh, before then, because she's Handle like, because she's like, oh, it's about how you like, you rub salt in the wound. And Jervis just goes, oh, I'm going to rub a yeah. bunch more. And it's like, oh, okay. I know. Yeah. And then just handle your biz. Handle and you your get, biz. I wrote and then that they, too. They kind of like show Marissa and she kind of like rolls her eyes like a little bit. Just like, uh, like, I wish you would have switched with me because she's like, I don't think she's very confident that she can win this challenge. That's what I was wondering if she made if she told him that it was his fault to, to get him, him to, to switch. switch, but or did she do that before she knew that he could? I don't know. <clears throat> I think she did that before she knew. But I still think um I still think like it might have been understood that like you could switch. Mm-hmm. In the duel, but I don't know. And then they actually do the challenge, and the challenge is—I think we've seen this in other seasons. I don't know if we. It's, I think so. It's like a weird wire maze on a spring, and you gotta use this long stick to stack spools. Right. As soon as I saw the challenge, I was like, "Rupert's out." It's I a knew tough it. challenge That's for Rupert. That's a tough challenge for Rupert. And right from the beginning, he doesn't have a good strategy. He is just trying to like rush through it. Go as fast it. as you can. Go as fast as you can. His stack is all lopsided. The wind's blowing. I don't know how any of them stood but, like, up in the But it's so wind. weird because like the first, Candace stack seven, Rupert stack seven. Marissa's like going real slow and steady. How Rupert doesn't just take his time there and just stack his seventh one straighter? It's barely on. It's you, barely. What do you think on. is gonna happen when you gotta put your eighth one on? I don't know. There's no way. Right. So it doesn't make any sense there. So Rupert then loses and then what i wrote down for rupert was that he's still dramatic like, so dramatic just like i would have done it don't regret it at all yeah. i love survivor I know. but i love but my, my wife, wife more. more i know it's absolutely ridiculous and i love to just go back to what he said originally that he was going to be on redemption island time and time <laughs> and time or time after time i will dominate the challenges yeah, and, and win and the first one he's out you're out so it was kind of fun. first one out the first one out of this game, which, I don't know, didn't see coming. Right. Hard to be like, oh, Rupert, that'll be the first one gone. Right. And it was funny, like, when he went over to his wife afterwards, they're kissing, she's crying, he's like, you're gonna be fine, you're gonna be fine. And I went, I can't, I'm making a judgment, I don't know what they've spoken to, spoken about in private, and maybe she did express a lot of, like, like anxiety. Anxiety, yeah. But I just thought that was funny, too, that, like, maybe she... Like, maybe she knows she's going to be fine. And then, like, when they get back to camp afterwards, Laura actually says that she's, like, almost relieved that he's gone. Because, like, it yeah. takes away that pressure. It does. Of, like, thinking about him. He's got to compete in these duels. Like, he's just gone now. Like, now you're just on your own. Now you kind of have a full game of a fresh slate to I just that too. play your game. And also, you're the odd man out in this new tribe. But now it's true. She doesn't have that uh, 
second person kind of connected to her. She's a single person, so she's less she's of a She's instantly threat. not a threat. Like, right, so it might benefit her. Yeah. Um, so I guess we're at Ted, Todd Hanna at this point, and the, the biggest thing I picked up on at this section of the, sh- the episode is what Vita says. Mm-hmm. Vita's is coming off very smart early on. Yes, I agree. Because in the first episode, he's the one who has the realization at Tribal that, like, we've never had Tribals like this where people on the other tribe are worried about who goes home. Right. And then in this episode, he has the idea of, like, hey, if they can switch, we get to kind of look at our tribe and go, who has the most likely chance of getting their loved one to switch and weaken the other tribe? Right. Effectively, voting out your own tribe to weaken the other tribe. Smart. That's just like a smart way to view it. And it's, it's almost like a little overwhelming to think about all the different dynamics that go into voting someone out now. Because yeah. now they're not completely out. They're Correct. in Redemption Island. Do they have a shot at uh, winning more challenges to stay longer? Is their loved one going to switch with them? For John, he's like, wait, I don't, I don't want, want... I don't want someone strong to yeah, be like, I don't Candace. Want, I don't so want Tyson going against Candace. There's so like, many different variables influencing it now. That decision. Yeah. Um, so then we go back to Galang. And then back to uh, Colton. And we get, like, a Colton lying montage. And they yes. show Colton, like, lying <laughs> to, like, five different people. Yes. <laughs> and it's... And it's hilarious. It is hilarious. He he tells... Um, <laughs> it's funny to me, Kat still wants to work with him somehow. Yeah. And Monica is still sweet with him. Yeah. Like they, I don't know how. Maybe because they, they do just have the connection that they, they were in the same season yeah. that they're like... They <clears throat> like they want to give him a chance. Yeah. And they want like they want to use that connection of like a past season, like if they, it can work going forward. Right. And Kat even says she's like, I don't want him against me. So no. it makes me really curious about what their season was and how he actually yeah, we acted. Should, maybe we should go back and watch that season. I'll so, add to some. I'll I have something to add to that later. Or, um, yeah. And then so like Colton lying, it kind of looks like no one really pays him any mind, except for Cat. Cat's the right. only one who's like. Gives him pushback and like, hey, like, what's going on here? Which turns into Colton feels... So, again, this must go back to their first season. Right. Colton must have something over Cat, Because Colton mm-hmm. feels... Like, Colton doesn't push back against anyone else. But against Cat, right. Colton turns it into, like, this whole thing of, like, oh, let's go find out what, what Tina really said. Like, and Cat's like, no, like, like, come on, like, let's just... Talk about this between yeah. us. Like, I thought this would, it's, she obviously doesn't want Tina to know what they're talking about. It's nighttime, yep. they're secluded. She's telling him how Tina basically said that she didn't trust what Colton was saying, mm-hmm. um, or how he was over strategizing. He gets, in his own words, really bitchy yeah. really quickly. Yeah. And just goes in front of everyone in the tribe and, he also, and calls her out. It's so crazy because, like, he's got no legs to stand on because, like, right. What they're saying is true. Like you, you are lying. You are over strategizing. Right. You are just doing all these things that like, there's no, there's no need for it. I know. Something I want to add. Um, this is like a little detail I found interesting. Colton is also wearing Monica's hat. Yeah, you know, I I thought that too. It's so yeah. funny because I saw that too and was like, huh. Yeah. Because like, like, I feel like you wouldn't wear someone's hat unless you're like kind of close with them. Right. I would think so too. 
But also, Colin may just be a psycho and not really care about that and just be like, "That's true. Anything here is mine." That's that's a very that's very possible as well. But I noticed that also the Tyson Aris cuddling moment. I wrote that down. I said Tyson Aris cuddling. Like, I love it. It's adorable. I was in thinking like, who initiated that? Who's like? Did Ars just come sit down in front of Tyson and then Tyson just like puts his arm around them? Tyson definitely initiated Because Tyson that. comes think... off as like very like, all right, he's obviously, uh, he's with Rachel, but he's definitely like a little like very comfortable in him, in he's his open own. open and he's comfortable. Yeah, so he's like. And he's having fun. He's like, listen, we're out on an island. I'll cuddle Ars. I don't care. I think, I feel like Ars was, pro- this is in my head, Ars was sitting there and then Tyson came up behind him and then they like, maybe Ars like, like laughed at first and then was like, okay, but I'll Ar- Ar- Ars looks like he's enjoying it. Just like relaxing in Tyson's arm. I didn't even notice it at first. I just saw like two people kind of cuddling and then I double, I did like a double take. I was like, like wait, oh, that's, that's Tyson, Tyson and Ars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I love, I love that. It was adorable it was really and funny. I loved it. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, Colton also, he's, He's such a hypocrite. He says he just wants to lay out the truth. Yeah. And that's why but none of it's he's the attacking truth. Kat but none of it's in front of truth. everyone. Yeah. Even though he's the one who is spreading lies, Kat winds up crying to Jervis and he then says how he wants them to lose. And so that they, they can vote someone out. And then when you see Aris in his like confessional talking about how it was just bullying. Yeah, like, he was just bullying. bullying Kat. Yes. Absolutely. But, to be fair, I I get Colton's point in that it's a game. Like, we're not all best friends. We're not all happy-go-lucky here. Mm-hmm. It's a game of Survivor. I'm trying to play that game. Now, I don't agree with his play style, and I understand the frustration you must have to be, like, not playing the game the way you want to play it like if you feel like you're you want to play a certain way and everyone else is playing a different way and they're not allowing you to play your way it must suck like it must be really frustrating but you have to adapt but you have to adapt you can't just like force it like you this is a game and even though you feel like no one's playing it they are like everyone is actively playing it and you have to play along or else they're gonna turn against you they're not they don't want to strategize with you colton must be so confident because like i don't know how he doesn't think if they were to lose a challenge, he's not just instantly gone. I don't understand. So he either. must be really confident that, like, if they lose a challenge, he's gonna be able to spin something to get to get them against somebody else. Right. When as of right now, it feels like if they were to lose, Colton's gone in an instant. Like you don't need that around camp at all. I know he is strangely confident. Yeah. Very yeah. Um. Then they kind of skip to like the next morning and he's saying he doesn't understand why the vibe, vibe is, is sketchy off. he's like because the vibe is just sketchy i don't know why it's like uh maybe because you're starting fights with everybody for right. no reason and you're telling lies about everyone to everyone else on a tribe that we have seen is very relaxed and laid back right So like yeah of course the vibe is gonna be off yeah because they don't like you and what you're bringing to the table yeah Monica then kind of like consoles him, and then her talking head, she says how she likes Colton. Yeah, she's. What? She's like, I like Colton, but I'm playing for me. I was like, okay, Monica. So you shouldn't really like Colton. You shouldn't like especially because like, awful. especially if you have, like the first episode, you're talking about, I can't believe what he did to me in in one world, and it's like, 
So if you have a past history with him, he's the cancer of the tribe in this one. What do you like about him? I don't. How are you not just like I don't like him? I don't know. Maybe she's too sweet. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe she just sees he's a vulnerable, sad yeah, person and feels bad for him. Last week we talked about the, the like the excitement of just like trying to go after alliances instead of like letting them happen naturally. And then I think Galang, they have such a natural shaping of this alliance that is yes. Aris, mm-hmm. Jervis, Tyson, Monica, and Tina. Yeah. Felt just so natural. Just it felt like natural, yeah. Kind of felt like they're gathering the, the, of the common minds. And they're just like, hey, we kind of see what's going on here. Like we don't like Colton. We're all just trying to play a game. Let's just all stick together. We were five on our tribe. We can't lose with five. And they just all agree, like, yeah, like this is I don't know if it was Monica or Tina. I think it was Monica that was like, I actually feel good about this alliance. And I felt good about it yeah, too. It was Monica. She's like, I feel like I feel good about like this alliance. Yeah. Which must be fun because like I bet there are times when you make an alliance with somebody and you're like, mm, I yeah. really hope they stick to their word. But sometimes you probably do get an alliance like this where you're like because it's, you feel it's, confident, just yeah. like I think everyone here is gonna be I've long said this about Survivor. Mm. Alliances are so weird. Because if you make an alliance of five, it works. Like, it legitimately works. If you can stick to it, which is what never happens. You're never able to stick to it. But if you make an alliance of five, five is such a strong number because it's going to get you to the merge, and most of the time, you can get through the merge too because most of the time, you might only need to bring over, like, one person to you. But, I mean, how many times have you seen on Survivor? You get an alliance. Especially in this season, after the merge, they're going to be with their loved ones. Exactly. So that's going to be It's like, oh, well, who's threatened? How does this shape up? And actually, in ours this season that he won, that is how he was in that tight alliance that made it through to the end. Right? Am I remembering that correctly? No, they go, like, the whole way. Yeah, it was, like, almost boring. It was, like, when someone betrays And they just get everyone out. Yeah. Until it's... They stuck to it. Until... There's only one person left that you need to get out, and they win a challenge. It's the only time, like, that's what we saw with Terry. Like, Terry forced their hand to be like, you gotta go against right. someone in your group. Yeah. I also, like, I, was it Tyson or Aris that, I think it was Aris that called uh, Colton a gay Russell Hands. Yeah, it was Aris. He's like, he's a gay Russell Hands. That's all he is. Yeah. And he kind of is. He kind of is. But, but, like, worse. But he's... Russell's, like, actually good at it. Right. He's not, um... He doesn't play his moves right. No. Yeah. Russell can be that way. He's more calculated. And you'll believe what Russell has to say, even though you know his character, and you're like, he's got to be lying. But he will get you to believe, like, oh, like, this must really be out. Colton, you're just like, no. Well, Colton is so emotional. Yeah. He's emotionally driven, whereas Russell is just, like, strategy and calculated. Um, Oh, okay. So I went back. I, I wanted to see how far Colton made it. So I was curious. I was hearing so much about how he was in the past. So you didn't He's watch the season. I didn't watch the season, but I just looked up how far he got. What's your guess? I feel like in the first episode, they, they talked about the, the, like, I guess him and Monica. It felt like that happened later in the season. So I assumed he actually kind of made it, it mm-hmm. far. Okay. So maybe, like, I bet he was on the jury. So maybe final eight. 
looked at the day. I can look at what. All right, day. Okay, day's probably if you're final eight, it's probably what like twenty four. Sixteen. That's pretty early. And he was medically evacuated. Really? Yeah, I watched the video. So for what? What was his medical evacuation? His medical evacuation. He was having. Sorry for spoilers. Oh doesn't, yeah. It doesn't matter. Oh wait, previous season. It's okay, it doesn't how matter. Many, okay. Who cares? All right. So he has uh, abdominal pain. Can't go to the bathroom. Jeff comes, medical team, and it basically looks like they're ruling out appendicitis. Um, but then I looked up afterwards, he didn't have appendicitis. Probably he just, just said he had like a bacterial infection, but a lot of people think he was faking the whole thing. He's probably just massively constipated. <laughs> probably, that happens to be. Like, I, I went to the doctor for that. Like, yeah, and you weren't even on an island. No, I was just like, there's a lot of pain. Like, when was the last time you went to the bathroom? You're like, oh, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. So he got medically evacuated at day 16. I thought that was interesting. Day 16. But, but how much turmoil must he have caused in like In 16 two, days. Right. In two weeks. He must have been awful. To leave that kind of impact? He also left with an immunity idol and had the opportunity to give it to someone. And it was just like, nope. And then he didn't. And then I just want to read some of the YouTube comments because they are funny. Okay. Um, you could tell Jeff wanted Colton gone. Honestly, he's the worst castaway ever to be on Survivor. This is the most satisfying moment. Wow. <laughs> this one was funny to me. The only medevac to not get sad music in the background. Is that true? You yeah. watched the video, there was no sad music? No, there was no sad music. And all of the, um, his tribe mates that went around and were like, oh, you're, you're leaving. You're sick. Okay. Like, uh, no one. No one cared. Cared at all. Um, I'm assuming you've never seen the Co-Rong season. No. All right. <clears throat> that season has a challenge that leads to like, I think it's two medic. It might only be one evac, but like three people go down and it's just like chaos and, like, to the juxtaposition between, like, how serious that is and, like, you have all these emotions. And then that with Colton. It's like, no one cares. No one cared. No one cared. And then the confessionals during his uh, medevac, people were saying, like, uh, that he's selfish, that he's a brat, <laughs> karma came. Like, it's that little snapshot. Why, I wonder and then why the they YouTube would... comments, I was like, I have to watch at least the first six. I wonder why days. they would bring him back for Blood vs. Water. I think because he's such a strong character. You add some, like, flavor to, to the mix. To only be there for 16 days and have that kind of impact. Right. Yeah. All right. Interesting. And he, we're talking you about that him up? a lot in this sure. episode. If we, we didn't have him. I mean, he drove be... this episode. Without right. Colton, this so episode boring. is very boring. Exactly. He drives so you, this episode. So, um... Anyway, that's my little tidbit about right. One World and that he was medevaced at day 16. Wow, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess that kind of leads us into the challenge, mm -hmm. which was a preposterous challenge of like <laughs> get in a barrel and just get rolled. I know. And then play skee-ball at the end. Play skee-ball. Do you ever look at <laughs> challenges and you're like, I'd be good at that? Are you a good skee-ball player? Yeah. Me and Amanda play all the time because we go to the boardwalk and mm -hmm. we'll go to the arcade and ski like... We have, like, our games that we play. Right. There's, I'm not going to get into every game that we play, but yeah. skee-ball's on our list. Like, we always compete in skee-ball because you swipe the little card and you get three games and we do, like, a best of three series. I suck at skee-ball. Really? I'm not good at it. 
I'll have like some days where I'm totally off, but for the most part, can you like, like get once the, the I little get, corner hundreds? I can. Oof. I'm I'm really good at getting that top. The fifty. The top center yeah. one. I can't. I can't. Like once I get the groove, I can I'm keep good at getting it, it in the the center. Like I won't get the lowest number. Yeah. Like I, I'm just I'm not good at getting like the big numbers. Right. Um, so you were watching that, you're like, I'd be, I'd kill it. <laughs> I mean, it's a little different because you could knock, so, you could knock the balls out. It's yeah. not like they fell through a hole or anything. But it was funny that the challenge, it was like, this is just, it's just ski ball, large ski ball. It's just so, ski ball. Yeah. And another comeback from the returnee tribe. Mm-hmm. They were down big. Come back and win. And Jervis. Has another... <laughs> Rubs it in their face again. But you know what? This time is a little bit more deserved, because the only thing he did in this challenge was the ski ball part, and he brought and them he back did, and won. And he did really so like at well. least, at least like the rubbing it in the face was a little bit more deserved this time, as opposed to last time when he almost just lost them the challenge. Right. But... <laughs> um, yeah. Alright, so then we're back at Todd Hanna after their loss. Because nothing... Did anything happen during the challenge that was exciting? No, no, the winning team, they got fishing gear. Yeah, That's okay. It. So then we're back at Tadhana, and they're, the guys get together, and they're talking about who they want to go after, and they choose Rachel because they think Tyson is probably very likely to swap spots Which I don't know. with Rachel. Yeah, I wonder where they get that thought. Is it just because, are they the only other significant other? I mean, I don't think so. Like of the women, of the women though, because there's yeah, because the other two, their moms. Yeah, I guess Katie's are mom and Sierra's mom. So they're targeting so they're the, like the they're targeting one. the girls. Yeah. And then they think Rachel would Tyson would be Tyson. the most likely to switch. And I out. guess they're also viewing Tyson as a threat, so it's like, if he, if he swaps, great. And John is very hesitant because mm-hmm. he doesn't want Tyson going against Candace, which makes sense. Right. But John tries to like. Okay, John's very like. We, like very doubtful and now you're putting doubt in your alliance in yourself I don't know why he wouldn't just say it I don't know why he wouldn't just be like open like I'd rather not vote Rachel strictly because I don't want Tyson going against Candace like sorry right. I think it would have been okay for him to say that because him lying like not saying that yeah. and just being like real hesitant to vote Rachel just makes you look really fishy it's a little sneaky and fishy and they pick up on it. They're like, and I'm sure they know the truth that if he just, yeah, if he just yeah. came straight forward with that, they'd be like, oh, John, with his alliance, they would understand. We get it. We probably want to do the same thing, but it's still gonna the, be her. The, yeah, it's, no matter what, like, sorry, we gotta do it. And John, then then John would be like, okay, got it. Right. But yeah, so I mean, nothing really interesting happens there. I mean, John also says as soon as he reads his immunity idol clue, he's like. Oh, know where that is. And then fast forward to now, he's like scrambling to look for it and can't find it. So yeah. I wonder what that mistake was. He seemed so confident that he knew exactly where where the idol was. In the beginning, when they introduced John and Candace, they said they're both doctors. Because John yeah. strikes me as stupid. So I don't know if he how he's a doctor. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> Coming from someone that works with a lot of doctors. You'd be surprised. You'd <laughs> be surprised. I mean, there's different types uh, of intelligence. Okay, fair. You know what I mean? Like he's a smart guy, but he's like, I can't figure out where this, where this immunity animal is. Yeah, yeah. 
And also, like, socially, I feel like he's not doing such a great job here. No. Yeah. No. He's, playing he, it, he's playing it weird. He's playing it weird. He's not being straightforward. And he had a re- he has a really strong alliance. Had, maybe, Yeah, and possibly, now you're sewing now. Right. And he's going to look for the idol completely by himself. I think he's really kind of separating himself from the guys. And I, I don't necessarily hate that normally. Like, I always think, like... Keep as much information to yourself as possible. The more right. you know that no one else knows, the better position you're going to be in. But everyone saw you get the idol clue. You yeah. might as well share it with your alliance. Mm-hmm. It's only going to help you build that alliance. You'll still be the one who finds it and gets it. But just like being secretive about it seems like. I wonder if not he could great. have been like, I still want to get it, but like I'll share you guys the clue if you want to help me find it. Yeah, like even that, it. I think yeah. would have been better then, right, they all know that you have it. It's not like it's a secret. Because then you get to, like, do the, the classic, like, and if we, when, we, when, we, when we need it, we, like, anyone can use it. Yeah, like, right. Even if that's a lie. Who even cares? Like, lie, just say it. Yeah. It'll yeah. make your alliance maybe a little, a little stronger. Um, but the guys are suspicious of John. And yes. Vetus is so smart. Yeah, He's like, smart. we should get John out now. Yeah. Because he um, has the clue to the uh, immunity idol. Get him now while, while you can. And he's obviously wor- worrying about Candace. And you already voted out Marissa, so you don't need the five guys for numbers. Like, you can you can lose a guy. And they don't trust him. And they don't trust him. So much. And at some point, like, Vetus, it almost seems like in episode one, Vetus is almost like a little skeptical about, like, the all-guy alliance. But then, like, quickly they all realize, like, actually, this is, this will work. So once you have a little doubt in there, get get that doubt out and keep your alliance strong. But right. Um, so going into tribal, what are you thinking? Are you thinking it's definitely Rachel? Are you thinking it's definitely John? Where's your head at? I was really hoping it was going to be John, but mm. I didn't have. I wasn't expecting that to happen, but mm. I was gunning for it. Yeah. I was like, they should get out John yeah. right now. That's I think. It's so weird for Survivor because, like, you can always go back and go, where did we make mistakes? Where could we have made the right move? I think this is a move that you probably look back on and go, probably should have got John out now. Just because he's a strong player and you don't know when you have times to get strong players out at good opportunity. Like, it really won't affect your situation at all at this point in the game. Whereas, like, if you try to get John out in a later point, it might really have, like, a domino effect and... Right. So I always think like Rachel, like getting rid of Rachel now, like who cares? Like you get rid of Rachel next week. You can get rid of Rachel the week after. It doesn't exactly. matter. Like exactly. so far she hasn't shown anything that she's like a threat. No. The only thing she was trying to do is actually get on the guy's side. Yeah. Which she chose You could have used her. I know. You could have like, yeah. Like you could have easily just got rid of John who has the clue. Get the immunity idol out. You don't have to think about it. Right replace John with Rachel so now like your alliance has a female in it and you use Rachel to help you but that's not the way it goes they vote Rachel I I mean I don't think anything was even said at Tribal that was noteworthy I didn't have anything from Tribal no I don't think no I didn't either so then they then they vote Rachel out and that's it and then we'll see next week if the, the thought process of voting Rachel out to get Tyson to swap works or doesn't? I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. I don't think Tyson would switch with her. Um, yeah. 
All right, so that's like wrong move. That's, wrong move. I was so disappointed. I, I, I was like, why do they? Because John has all of these advantages right now, and he and they don't trust him. It's the perfect opportunity to get rid of him. Um, so should I do top five? Yep, I'm doing top five, bottom five for episode two. Do you need a refresher on who your top five, bottom five was last week? Um, I remember, but okay. for the listeners, okay, top five was. Aris, Tyson, Vetus, Caleb, and Laura. And that is Laura Sierra's mom, not Laura, Rupert's wife. Yeah. And then the bottom five is Laura, Rupert's wife, Jervis, Hayden, Kat, and Katie. Yeah, I'm going to change that. Okay. So top five. Is your top five going to stay the same? Are you going to add someone in there? Two people are different. Okay. And I, it's hard to really say who's top and bottom because we're really only seeing the strat like strategic of the minds of the ones that are in trouble yeah. and the ones that are dominating are the guys right now yeah so i still have ours tyson vetus i added i put hayden back in there oh okay <laughs> he was Why? my bottom um I don't any know reason if he had did he have any talking heads that like no i think I he know. said i think he said like one thing but like I didn't really pay attention to it, but he did have I think a, he, say, he said one thing. I didn't pay attention that much either, which... But you're like, yeah, I like this guy. But I'm like, maybe he'll be okay. And Brad, I added on there. So Aris, Tyson, Vetus, Hayden, Hayden and, Brad. and Brad. And then bottom, Colton. Okay, Colton's a, a new one. Sierra and Kat. Uh, and then Katie and... Laura. Sierra, Cat, Katie, and Laura. But I also Very sexist of you, Rach. I know, they're all I know. But um I think John might also be in there. Even though so he has there so was many a advantages. Sixth, if there was a sixth. I don't know. He could either it de- it depends on how he plays it, but I have a feeling he's gonna screw it up for himself. <laughs> like he has all the advantages to be extremely strong, but the way that the way that he played this episode, I don't bad. think he's... It's bad playing. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go far, even with those advantages. I know they're all I know they're all women, but in the beginning of the game, you tend to see a lot of women voted out, mm-hmm. and then they get stronger like after the merge and stuff, once Correct. it becomes way more social rather yeah. than um, physical. physical. And also the team that's losing, or the tribe that's losing right now that is doing the voting out, they have all guys alliance. So Correct. those girls, I feel like, have like even no if shot. John goes before them, I don't think they're going to um, outlast all those guys. All right. Yeah. Good job. Episode two, in the books. In the books. Any other thoughts or comments? I don't think so. I am really looking forward to seeing after the merge how it's going to play out. I'm kind of hoping, anticipating someone's going to betray their... Their, their blood, loved their one. loved one, and I just want to say I'm looking forward to uh, watching that moment if it happens. If it happens, like but you got to think when they like the intention of this season was like, oh, we gotta that. get that vibe. So if it doesn't happen, the producers are like, damn it, right? Yeah, <laughs> d- definitely. Or if it's just like Jervis and Marissa, I'm like, oh, who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, there it is. We will see you next week. See you next week. It's a